Welcome to the Weekly Insight Podcast, where we break down the noise of the week and help you understand the psychology of the markets with your host, Andrew Dore at Insight Wealth Group. Good morning. Welcome to the latest edition of the Weekly Insight Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Andrew Dore. I want to thank you for joining this week. I will just start like I do every week and remind you that what you're about to hear today should not be considered individual investment advice, but instead are my and our firm's thoughts on what's going on with the market and the economy. Before we dive in this week, I do want to start with a special announcement. I am extremely excited. We as a firm are extremely excited to announce that a longtime friend of ours, gentleman by the name of Craig Mickelson and his team at KRM Financial in Geneva, Illinois, are joining the Insight Network, partnering up with Insight Wealth Group. It just started last week. We've been doing the onboarding process, and we're just incredibly excited to have him as a part of the team. We've personally known Craig for nearly 15 years. I serve in a study group with Craig and have for the last several years. I can comfortably say that his commitment to client-centric financial planning is an excellent fit for the IWG team. And much like our firm, Craig's secret strength is his team. We are so incredibly excited to welcome Rob and Monica and Mary from his office as they will work closely with our team in West Des Moines. So welcome KRM to the Insight Wealth Group family. We are really excited to have you. Now, you will note that last week we didn't do a podcast. We're a little busy with the Craig transition. I was traveling, didn't have the podcast gear with me. So we'll just highlight quickly last week's memo. It was entirely optimistic. It was one of those moments, 4th of July is an important time to remember just how good we have it. You know, this this whole thing with the economy and the markets and everything that goes on, sometimes we need to take a step back and look really big picture and remember that it could be a lot worse. And for many, many people around the world, it really is. And so pretty optimistic last week. I'm going to be a little bit different this week because sometimes we do have to dive into what's really going on in the world. And just a quick recap of the markets. We had a holiday shortened week last week. The market was pretty quiet. That's normal. Volume was down. Much of Wall Street was on vacation. The S&P ended the week down about 1.16%. NASDAQ right around there as well. But it wasn't super meaningful. All of the movements last week, though, were driven by, big surprise, the Fed. First, we had the Fed minutes released on Wednesday. Then we had a strong labor report on Thursday. As you'll recall, that's good jobs bad. That wasn't good news for the market. And the market edged down a little bit. Then we got a little bit weaker labor report on Friday. Hey, bad jobs good. And the market clawed back a little bit of the momentum. But we're reminded yet again that no matter how much we want to talk about the things that normally drive markets or that we would like to normally drive markets, there's really only one thing that matters right now. And it's what's the Fed going to do next. So the Fed minutes, you know, you've probably noticed a little bit of doubt coming from me. I know I've talked about this individually with several clients that doubting a little bit of the veracity of what the Fed was saying with regards to hikes. To be fair, Powell has been crystal clear, more clear than ever, frankly, that more hikes are coming. But we've had this kind of nagging suspicion that maybe, just maybe, all of this was a head fake. Maybe it was an attempt to keep the markets calmed down while allowing existing interest rate policy to bite. The meeting minutes that came out last week, they put an end to all of that. (laughs) As much as I would love for the head fake scenario to be real, the members were very clear. While there was a consensus to pause the rate hikes in June, 
Quote, almost all participants noted that they judged that additional increases in the target federal funds rate during 2023 would be appropriate. End quote. Almost all. They were very clear about it. There's one statement, though, that I thought was very interesting. It noted that they, quote, also emphasized the importance of communicating to the public their data-dependent approach. Data-dependent approach. That's a curious one, especially considering some of the other statements we saw in the minutes. For example, when discussing housing and housing price inflation, it was noted that, quote, a few participants pointed to upside risks to the outlook for housing services inflation. Let's be clear what that statement says. They are saying that they think housing inflation might go up from here. Upside risk? We haven't even priced in the incredibly significant drop in housing prices, in rent prices. I've talked about this data for so long, and I'm, I know you're sick of hearing me say it, but we have to keep bringing it up because the difference between actual housing inflation and the data that we use for core CPI, remember shelter makes up 42% of core CPI, the difference is just ridiculous. If you look at the real data right now, you know, the US rent numbers from apartment list, 0.9% year over year growth. CPI is showing 8%, almost 10x what the actual data is showing us. Data dependent, okay. Then there's, uh, you guys remember Ron Papil? He's the father of TV infomercials. He used to sell us Vegematics. Remember what he used to say? But wait, there's more. Because right after the Fed's comments about housing, there was this little ditty in the, in the minutes. Quote, additionally, some participants remarked that core non-housing services inflation had shown few signs of slowing in the past few months. End quote. Oh, really? Few signs of slowing? If only there was some data we could look at to better understand this issue. Because we are, of course, data dependent. How about this? How about the fact that core CPI X shelter has grown at 2.04% over the last three months, 2.18% over the last six, and 2.64% over the last month? Few signs of slowing? Slowing to what? We're sub 3% in the one, three, and six month numbers. The one year numbers, 3.73%. Data dependent. Okay. At this point, it is a foregone conclusion that the Fed's going to raise rates in July. According to CME Group, the current odds are 93% that the Fed will raise rates. I can't argue with that anymore. This idea of a head fake, as much as I would have loved it to be true, it's out the window. They've told us repeatedly what they're going to do. And we've argued for months on this podcast in our memo that when the Fed tells you what they're going to do, sit back and listen. Their message was very clear last week. I just have no clue how they are getting there with the data that exists right now. Now, the only thing that may change some of these expectations is the inflation data. We're getting some inflation data this week. The CPI data comes out on Thursday. The current expectations call for a drop in core CPI from 5.3 to 5 and all items CPI from 4 to 3.1. Those would be pretty good numbers, but they just may not be good enough for this very hawkish Fed. So, need to reset our expectations a little bit. I look back, I remember we've talked before many times about our expectations from the beginning of the year about, you know, yeah, they'd raise rates to five, five and a quarter percent, but they'd be done in May or June. And that was really looking pretty accurate. Now it's not looking so accurate anymore. 
Now it looks like we might be going up another 25 or 50 basis points between now and the end of the year. And we've got to prepare for that. So we'll keep paying attention to it. We'll keep talking about it on this podcast and in our memos. We'll keep you up to speed. Until then, if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to give us a call. You can reach us at the office at 515-273-1333 or visit us on the web at www.insightwealthgroup.com. Hope you have a great week. Take care. Securities offered through Arate Wealth Management, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC, NFA. Investment advisory services offered through Arate Wealth Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment firm.